Welcome to Growth Hack by Poppy Digital. Tips and tricks to master the algorithms from industry insiders. Now here's your host, Julian Espinoza. Welcome back to Growth Hack, where we break down marketing channels like Google, Facebook, Instagram, and show them how to make them work for you. What steps do you take to diagnose a campaign that isn't working? Something we don't hear enough about is the landing page. Is the messaging correct? Does it match the ads? Well, on this episode of Growth Hack, we go deep on landing pages and what businesses need to show in order to get a consumer to take action. Joe Carano is the founder and the CEO of the Finesse Group. The group's various arms work together to finesse every aspect of the client journey, from story brand messaging, content, PR, and communications, to customer care training and business etiquette. Welcome, Joe. Hello, Julian. Good to be here. It's a pleasure having you. We're really, really excited to crack this open. You're on a boat and we're going to talk landing pages today. We're on a boat and we are going to talk landing pages. Those things are maybe not super connected, obviously, but maybe in some way they are. Well, here we go. What are companies getting wrong on landing pages? For me, the key thing that companies are getting wrong on landing pages is they're talking about themselves and not about their customer. It's something that feels very obvious to tell our story in our communications. We want to get across a lot of stuff to the people that we're trying to reach out to, to our potential customers. But the truth is our potential customers don't care about us. They care about them. They care about how we fit into their story. Um, So the key thing that needs to happen on a landing page is I need to come onto your website and I need to see my story. I need to feel like the hero. So that basically comes down to making our potential customer the hero, not us. Now, can you give us an example of a company and this just, you can make something up. Let's just go that way. Make up in a scenario where a company is not talking about their hero, where they're getting it wrong, and then talk about a company uh, and using maybe the same example, but but a company who's actually getting it right. So an example of a company that is getting it wrong is a company that will open by saying, hi, we are an amazing company. We were founded by my grandfather, who was a lovely man. He was very nice, very clever, founded the company. Three generations later, I'm here, I'm running the company. I have a hundred members of staff and they are all fantastic at what they do. And we have a beautiful building that we operate out of. That's an example of a company talking about them. I've probably read, I don't know, 200 words and I haven't really learned anything about where my story fits into that. Flip that around and it's a company that can say, hi, we're here to help you find an amazing home. We love helping people who are buying their first property but are struggling because it's really difficult to get onto the property market. The reason we're so good at this is because we've been doing it for a good time. We understand what it feels like not to be able to buy your first home. So we're gonna help you do that and here's how. That's basically just turning the same story around but just putting the hero into focus. So how does a business figure out who their hero is? Their hero always their customer? Um, what what like talk us through um, a business? Let's go with uh, a company. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna put you on the spot. A boat company who sells boats. A company that sells boats. Okay, so the first thing you need to do to figure out who your hero is, is to understand the problem that you're trying to solve. Every business is trying to solve a problem and that's what a customer buys, a solution. So if I'm selling a boat, 
I could be reaching out to people that are looking for adventure. So I understand as a company that day-to-day life is grueling. It's hard, it's tough, it's boring. But you're looking for an adventure as a person. You're looking to get out there into the wild to enjoy the beauty of nature. Maybe you're feeling frustrated about the fact that you're sat behind a computer screen day after day. You're looking for somewhere that you can disconnect. So here I am going to sell you a boat, which is the perfect way to go out there, enjoy an adventure and get away from it. So again, in that position, my hero suddenly comes into focus. There's somebody who's stuck behind a screen. They're perhaps a corporate and I'm going to try and break with their day to day. Equally, my hero could be somebody who is looking to spend more time with their family. They're really struggling to get their kids off their screens. They're really tr- struggling to get the family out into nature. So I shift my problem into perhaps offering something that is Again, screen-free, tech-free, out in nature, all of that great stuff. Or I could be selling a boat because it's transport. Um, My hero is somebody that needs to get from A to B. Say they're trying to travel with their dogs, their beloved dogs. They can't take them on a plane, so they have a problem. So they need to um, use a boat for transport. So again, that's a problem that I'm going to solve. I'm going to empathize with the fact that it can be hard uh, to transport beloved furry members of the family. So how about a boat where you can cross water and you don't need to put your dog into the hold of an airplane? So that's just an example of how the hero can really shift on the same product very easily, simply by understanding the problem that you're trying to solve. Very interesting. So thank you for being put on the spot with, with the boat. I figured we got we to gotta use what we the assets that we have here. So l- let's talk about this. So is, I mean, it kind of sounds like the hero tends to be the consumer most of the time. Is that sound about right? Or can you talk to us about maybe if, it's, if that's different? Definitely. So the problem is your ideal consumer. I think the problem that we often come up against or the problem I see a lot in my clients marketing is they're trying to be all things to all people. Whereas by understanding the problem that you solve, you kind of niche it down a little bit and get really clear on the person you're helping, how you solve their problem, and therefore you can communicate so much clearer. Whereas if you're just kind of using vague language, trying to just sell your product, and if you assume that your product is great for everybody, then you're not gonna cut through the noise, you're not gonna be listened to, and basically you're gonna be ignored. Um, That's what we're finding more and more with the fact that the, the noise out there, the messaging out there is getting so busy, you have to speak directly to one particular person about their problem, before you can solve it. So I think if you just shift from selling into solving problems, that's already a really big move forward in communicating far more directly and far more positively. So we know our hero, um, or at least we think we know our hero. We're testing out if this is the right hero. <laughs> and we are. We know their problems. We know what we're solving for them. We know their pain points. What do they need to hear in order to care enough to take action? They need to hear a variety of things. Um, And I would say one of the most important things is they need to feel like their life is gonna change. You are gonna transform their life by solving their problem. That's the first thing. Second thing I like to hear in great copywriting, great messaging is empathy. Understanding the problem, making sure that the consumer feels heard um, and they feel like you care about their problem. Next thing is a clear plan. What steps do they need to take in order to use your service in order to solve their problems. So much about marketing is jargon and you know lots of words trying to explain the same thing, but a consumer just wants to hear, take these steps, step-by-step, step, do this, and I'm gonna be able to solve your problem for you. So for me, those are the three key things that a consumer needs to hear in order to take action. So let's say you and I had our way. 
all brands, all companies across the world implemented these tactics, implemented the hero journey, implemented these pain points and and, and these solutions and, and making someone feel comfortable and that we're going to solve their problem. Let's say they did all of these things. Then every brand and every company would essentially sound very similar to each other or similar in, in theory and in concept. What do you think adversely would happen in a world like that? Do you think we would then have to evolve even further to the next version of whatever the next thing is. Um, I don't see this ever happening, but I just kind of wanted to play devil's advocate here for with you. Well, I know what you mean. And um, and sometimes it can feel as though things are samey um, and that sort of copy can start to feel the same. I have to be honest. I don't feel like that's a problem because when you were speaking directly to your consumer um, and you are empathizing, understanding their problem, really putting them as the hero in the story, that resonates so much with them, it really cuts through the noise. So the other day I was looking at some different websites and suddenly I found myself on a website where I was the target audience and I was like, wow, it feels like this is written exactly for me. And I instantly took action. I instantly bought the product. I instantly reached out to, to learn more about the service because it felt like it was written for me. And I think that's where the evolution is. It's for brands getting braver and braver to talk directly to their niche, understand that they can't do all things for all people, even though it's scary to niche down in their copy and their messaging and their content, you have to take that decision because otherwise, you just become really wishy-washy and nobody can hear what you say at all. And then, yep, you're right. It does feel samey. Going back on track, let's let's go back to this idea of someone who's got the hero figured out and everything's ready to go. What I have found impressive, though, is that a lot of companies don't have good calls to actions. So let's take what we've learned, our hero, right? How do we convert that into a strong offer? So converting into a strong offer often is as simple as telling the client what you want them to do next, right? So if you've got a potential client in front of them, you want to tell them, right, these are the next steps you need to take in, in order to work with me. This is the vision of what success will look like for you. And here's step one to take now. That could be schedule a call, buy this product, um, um, speak to an advisor. It's got to be something tangible that the consumer will be able to know is the first step to take that will lead to their success. I'm often surprised by the number of websites that we audit and the, the amount of copy that we're sort of going through for our clients when there's no clear call to action. You know, it's things like learn more. And that's just not, that just is not compelling for the, for the client. They need a clear action that they can take in order to do business with you. And yeah, of course, you can go one step further. You can create a very clear offer, you can price it, you can give them something tangible that they can buy. Because often for consumers, it's going to be easier for them to see sort of a price analysis, product analysis, and which one to choose. But it doesn't even need to be that complicated. If your business is a little bit more bespoke, that's fine. Just make sure you're being really clear with the step you want your client to take so that they can actually take it. Amazing. Well, Joe, this has been a great, great episode. Can you give us a quick explanation of if someone wants to get a hold of you and what you actually do and how you could help them? Sure thing. So my name is Joe. I run the Finesse Group. Um, the whole ethos behind the Finesse Group is that we give businesses an outside eye on their business, everything from their business etiquette to their customer care. I'm also story brand certified and sort of the storytelling framework I've been chatting to you about today is all based on the amazing story brand by Donald Miller. And if any of your listeners are keen to rehash their messaging, their communications, their PR, their business etiquette, their customer care journey, 
let us know. We'd love to work with you. And where do they get that? What's the website? The website is byfinessgroup.com. So it's B-Y-F-I-N-E-S-S-E group.com. And you can schedule a call with me on there. Amazing. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show. We definitely look forward to having you back soon. Thanks, Julian. Great to see you. All right. Take it easy.